Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. This is part three of our megacast in which we dip into our listener email and try to clean up our inbox. Um, and we are going to jump right in. So the first one comes from Josh White. Okay. Okay. And he writes in, first of all, he butters us up. He, he just keeps yeah. praise on us by saying, I am disappointed that my previous suggestions have not been acknowledged or used, but I persist. Right. Well, that's like the reverse psychology. Right. Thing. Always willing to ingratiate. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> he wants to hear our opinion of iTunes versus any MP3 player, for example. That's what he said. Okay. And... He says that he would also like a review of memorable moments in GDC Trivia Challenge, which, of course, is something that we did not oh, do right. as Jeff and Casey of the Jeff and Casey show, because we didn't have Jeff We were and another Jeff and Casey. But that was another Jeff and Casey. Um, and that was pretty much it. Okay. So, from this email. Well, we've, have we talked about iTunes on the show, or have we just uh, mentioned it? I mean, it's the worst piece of commonly used software yeah. In the world. Right. Like, it's worse than Windows. For, for, it's worse yes. than Vista. Right, it's worse than it's, it. You can't be... Yes, so- iTunes... And there's worse software out there, but not in right, per daily capita. use. Per, like, per person, per user, I don't think there's anything worse than iTunes, because it is worse... The other things that people use a lot right. are not as bad as it. It is the worst of the, the things that people thing use all the time. Like, yeah. Even the people that are like, oh, iTunes is rocks, man. I have great collection and all this. They don't know how to use it. You're like, how do I put this in so that I don't right. get two copies of the song right. on yes. I don't know. Yeah. You, they, they don't know either. No, it's a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster. I think part of the reason it's a disaster is because they they're, they kind of did the thing where with iTunes, it's like the person or people who wrote iTunes, I don't know who they are at Apple. Right. Thank God. Right. So, right. <clears throat> I don't know who they are, because yeah. holy shit, that would be an interesting Well, lunch. they're in the witness what protection. What the fuck are wrong no, with your people? The, right, they're, yeah, they, they're in they the witness protection. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They have some way that they process their music collection. Okay. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. But I'm sure that if you do exactly what they do on their machine with their iPod, it all does something work. Wor- it works I don't even know. somehow. I don't right? know how the sync works. But here's the thing. If you do anything else, yeah. if you if you don't know whatever that magic thing is, like, God forbid you ripped a CD with some other program, we right. just it, or you bought it from some other download service, not mm-hmm. them, or you had to reinstall iTunes to a different machine and you didn't use whatever import thing they probably have that you can't figure out how to use or whatever. Yeah. Any of those things happen, it's all over. Forget You're it. Fucked. You will You're never, fucked. ever be able to actually play any MP3s ever again. I don't know... See, I don't even get, like, in some places it's device-centric, in some yep. places it's song-centric, yep. in other places it's playlist person. Yeah. And then, like, photos are this completely other thing. And it launches another app, where, where, too. Where, right, where you like, yeah. oh, photos work by directory, yep. but songs, they immediately oh, yeah. throw the directory information right. away. Yep, no, it's amazing. And then videos right. are just like, here's every video in every directory you've right. said... Go for it. No directories yes. at all. So some things have things. I, oh, some dude. things don't. Apps. Yep. 
You get on the phone and go back. It doesn't use the file names. I don't understand what the hell's going on. It uses the ID3 tags. So if there's anything wrong in the ID3 tags, you open it up and you're like, I can't find, like, song four of this album. And it's because somehow in the ID3 tag it had, like, a spelling error in the album title or something. And now it's off in nowhere land. Like, you're going to have to go find that shit. You can't fix it there. So you have to, like, do some crazy machinations to, like, re-import it after re-tagging the thing or whatever. I don't My get current it. one is in this awesome state. So basically what happened was my iPod, my uh, my iPhone worked for a little while, and then it stopped working. Like, I couldn't connect to a computer right, anymore. Right. I had that problem, too. And I couldn't connect. It fixed in 9, though. They reinstalled a driver or something. 9 now- did not fix it for me. Oh, so dude. I had to wipe my whole phone and redo it and whatever. Okay. And this is what happens to me every time. So... Each time it's something new. So now the state, the new state that I've got in is pretty awesome. It sort of seems to be working with my phone for now, but what happens is I I can like drag new music onto the phone. It'll sync that music, so I'm okay. Then it disconnects from the phone prematurely while iTunes is still doing what it calls quote unquote determining gapless playback information. Okay. Which I assume is looking at the beginning of ending songs to determine whether they should be overlapped or something like okay. this, right? It gets to about number 40 of that, I guess realizes that the phone ain't plugged in anymore, and hangs. <laughs> Every time. That's just what happens. And it's the same 40 songs it's looking at. It awesome. never. It's got like a, it's one of 839, two of 839, three of it gets to 40, done. Crashes. Awesome. Unrecoverable. Can't close the app, like it's just got to kill it. Force oh, quit. Yeah. Dude. That's where we're at right now. Do you now. know what song it is? It's not the song. I think it's just that's how long it goes before it realizes that the phone's not connected or something. Like, I don't know what's going on. The phone's still plugged in. It's just it stops the sync. The sync gets stopped at that point. I now use iTunes. I've kind of I've got iTunes where I want it, which is that's what you think. It installs the OS and that's it. Like, I have another program that I put music on with. Yeah. And then I have another program that I put movies on with. Yeah. And I use your idea of using Google Contacts for Contacts. Yep. Google Hookup for Calendar. Yep. That's, so like, that's important. You got to do that. If you yeah. do that, the one nice thing about that is, like, you can switch to a new phone instantly. Well, but I have to do that because, basically, my phone, like I said, my iTunes will stop connecting to my phone 30 days from now. I guarantee it. Right. I mean, wiping my phone. I hate this fucking phone. I cannot fucking wait till I am done doing any dev work on an iPhone so I never have to see this fucking piece of shit again. It's, it's crazy. It's so terrible. It's crazy. You I... can't even copy a file onto it. Yeah, Who I... makes a fucking computer, a $600 computer that can't have a file copied to it without a third-party app and only that app can see the file? That's where we're at. The one funny thing is if I stay on phone, yeah. like I download podcasts yeah. from the phone, yeah. if I get a piece of music I want on the phone, yeah. it works. Yeah. It's just keep iTunes, use iTunes to back it up and install OS updates. So far, well, I've been Well, but that's okay. kind of part of the point, though, too, right? Is that it's got Wi-Fi. Right. It should never need yeah. to be connected to a computer. Why do I have to connect to iTunes to copy music onto my phone? Well, you don't if you order it on the... If you order it from iTunes on the phone, you just get it all... Right, but I'm saying, why can't I just copy my shit? Why can't I copy my thing from my computer to the phone? It's ridiculous. And you can buy a third-party app that'll do it, but then then you can't play it in the iPod thing. And since they don't support multitasking for third-party apps, that means you can't play something while you're... uh, It's just like, shoot me now. 
I think that there might be something where, like, if you made your entire music collection look like a podcast feed, then you could download that from that site you know, from an external website to your phone. Right, by way, clicking 800,000 times, download, download, well, you could download, say download, download. All. What I don't think you'd get is like, you know, sort by top Yeah, you can't do any of those things. Yeah. But like, it would just maybe be you one could make a lot of feeds that did all of the ones. I'm just, any way to get just the buy computer. It. This is thing is, we need a new phone. Somebody, please, God, ship a fucking phone that is just a computer. Just ship a phone that's a computer. I did. Uh, How hard is it? Because all the other ones suck even worse. The that's what I'm saying. Does, that, why like, is it hard? It's not a hard problem. I Apple does hardware nice. Slap that's the Linux. One thing. Slap just, fucking Linux on a Palm Pre or fucking Google phone or whatever the I fuck, and just the ship it. Is good enough. I think you'd have to get somebody needs to break the iPhone action and get the OS off there so that you can use that hardware. And that's well, you can jailbreak an yet. iPhone. You can, but they haven't loaded any new OSs on it yet. Oh, okay. Um, that's, I don't know, maybe they'll get the... Yeah, just for the stuff. love of God, people. Like, please, just That's ship. how bad we hate iTunes. We would rather replace our phones than continue yes. to use iTunes. That's, that's, how, that is, that's yes. where we're at. That's absolutely true. Now, 9 came out, and it has supposed to have some weird support for external libraries now that I haven't looked into. Maybe they fucking fixed I it. I doubt it. But, yeah. Well, I use iTunes 9 now at least will let you drag MP3s onto the phone without oh, also see. having to put them into some library concept that is on your computer which you don't care about ah, I, right? see. I haven't tried that off so that, that at least sort of makes it work more like copy trans or one of the third-party softwares that just puts fo- music on the phone unbelievable can we say another thing while we're on the iphone mm-hmm. subject it would take probably an hour tops to make the fucking browse the explorer whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it the finder yep on iphone run in landscape mode all it would take right. is rotate the icons 90 degrees. Leave right. them where they are. Right. Just rotate them 90 degrees. That's it. In place. Every icon just rotates 90 degrees. Done. Okay? Now it works in landscape. Yet, for a phone that is supposed to be usable in, in all the- orientations, every time you go to switch applications, it loses your landscape setting because the yeah. fucking finder doesn't support it. Yeah. How, who doesn't take that hour? They, you know, they've got bigger fish to, fish to fry. You know, they're working on stuff. What? I don't know. They're stuff. Okay. Stuff. Cool yeah. stuff. The Blow cut and paste mind. that doesn't fucking work. That yeah. there's that. That's always a good one. I think the cut. Yeah, I've never was a fan of cut and paste on the devices anyway. I think those always suck. On Alicia's, uh, the Palm. Palm. I hated it too. I just. I, I used to use it all the time on the Palm. Yeah. I just. I also just don't do a lot of my emails. I try to do my short emails on the phone, and then I put off the ones that require a lot of work. To right, li- you can't type on that. Yeah, thing. well, you can't type, and it's also yeah. like, I want to be able to refer yeah. to things and documentation. Yep. Uh, no, ah. So iTunes bad. The GDC, iTunes bad. G- GDC, like, you should really go onto your site, because you have some videos up of them. That's and true. And I think we have some transcripts out there of the questions. So up on the su- up on mollyrocket.com, mm-hmm. yeah, if you go to slash... MollyRocket.com slash Casey, right. where all my shit is. There is a section. There's a right. whole heading for Programmer's Challenge. And that was a game yeah. show we did a, yeah. four times, five times? I think there's five of them. And you, you did the hosting, and then we'd write up the questions yeah. a few days before. We do. They're funny. Yeah, They're, they're pretty good. funny. And there's they're a just, video. A, a lot of work, and it's a lot of 
like dealing with GDC yeah. people that yeah. drives us insane. Yeah, and, and that's not going to happen and anymore. So, yeah, I don't think yeah. we'll do it. No. If we do do it, the other thing is we're also – you're making all this content for this – Corporation. Yeah, I don't like that, anything about it. Yeah, yeah. it's if, like if you, you know, did here's it, the thing. We do it and put it online or something. Here's the thing: if Penny Arcade wanted to do yeah. it sometime, yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely it. like yeah. a good organization that cares about the people who come to their conference and right. it keeps prices low for their attendees and like actually gives a shit. Yeah, maybe we'll see. It absolutely, someday I would put up with an arbitrary amount of stuff going wrong to right. do something at a conference that I liked, whereas <laughs> doing something at the GDC. I don't even right. want to show up for that conference. So let alone put on, like add right. value to their commercial well, the, the bullshit. The frustrating thing about GDC is there's so much good content there that you actually would like to see, but it's all locked up by this third party that's mm-hmm. not paying. Yeah, isn't the, the, paying I mean, what, 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 what the street value content. should be for that content? It's, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I it's agree. A huge, it's a huge disaster. GDC was cool at one time. Yeah. And now it's like just locked up and commercialized and all the same stuff. Yeah. All right. What's our next email? Poor Chris Crawford. You know? Hey, that documentary you sent Poor me with Chris him Crawford. and uh, Jason was terrific. I loved that documentary. Yeah. I mean, thank this John was Blow. a documentary. Thank, thank John Blow for that because he gave it to there's me. There's a docu- It's a documentary about Chris Crawford and Jason Rohr, the, the, yes, the game developer. Yes, there's some meeting. French TV yeah. program that was and, really, and I, I don't know heard aside, of it, like, even if I, it was just a good documentary, which is yeah. kind of unbelievable. It's like about they the game did industry, an industry. Yeah. yeah, they did yeah. an interesting documentary uh, that was well made. I mean, yes. ignore the content. It was actually a well constructed yes. documentary, which I is kind of cool. So, anyway. Um, I wonder where. What if, was the is, there a, is there a place? Uh, I wonder if there's a way for viewers, uh, for listeners to the show, to go watch that documentary because I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think especially because it was recorded off French TV, right? Like, yeah. That's uh, the, well, it's some it's some French TV show, and I don't know if we can get it because I mean DVD it's copyright. I'm assume yeah. so I can't just post the show. Right, right. Uh, but I don't know if that uh, I don't know if that company, that French company, ever put that up on their internet site right. somewhere where we can or reference I'll, it or I'll something. Email but Jason we'll have to Chris see. If, yeah, something. we'll see if maybe they can get it because it would be yeah. nice to to be able that to point cool. people to you know that maybe on our Facebook page or on uh, the site or something. Yeah. You know something. But uh, the interesting thing about that documentary to me was like because Chris Crawford is really, I mean, it's he's kind of fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's really interesting to sort of see. How, how things went in and this is this is how it started me and john blow were actually talking about this right uh you know kind of like what happens to people uh who sort of end up losing confidence in the game industry altogether mm-hmm. uh and you know go, potentially the chris Crawford thing is going a pretty bad route i mean he kind of then hasn't really ever done anything right. since then right he's right. kind of been working sort of on stuff but it never became relevant well you'd lose you know? touch with the way the industry works and then maybe you lose some of the talking to smart people and helping you think things through and it's this weird thing that happens where you can't go totally insular even if you don't like the industry you're in or you end up you know wolf grinning well, Wolfram in it, and they're Wolfram. Off, Wolfram, the the where you end up with these things that are out in left field that may or may not be useful, and yeah. you don't know because you don't have really the way of measuring it yourself. Whereas you, if you had more colleagues within the industry that you despise, might go, ah, you know what, this has been tried a hundred times, or no, this is kind of trite and that kind of thing. So this is weird. Well, maybe I I I think I kind of read it slightly differently. I mean, in the Chris Crawford situation anyway. Because it seems to me that, it, like, 
I think Chris Crawford has the intelligence to look at the situation with games as a medium and actually see a number of make it a number of important conclusions quite a bit perhaps before other people did right mm-hmm. but what i think is also true is and you've said this a number of times where you've said like programming is a trade skill mm-hmm. like there's a certain degree of craftsmanship necessary to push certain boundaries technologically and he doesn't have those there's kind of this there's uh, I think a, a great deal of confusion around what being smart has to do with whether or not you can accomplish certain programming tasks or development tasks, right? And they're not as related, I think, as some people think, right? You can be phenomenally smart and can't program for shit, right? right? That's just kind of the way it is. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, you know, you could be phenomenally intelligent, but you can't, like, make a good tiled walkway or something. Like, there's right. just, like, there is some amount of craftsmanship that isn't necessarily about whether or not you can like think through problems. Yeah, yeah it's 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 In, different. It's there's different more than, than just that. being smart because there's it's, aesthetic yeah. and there's there's other degrees of yes. There's like just skill of like being good with your hands. Yes. Only in code. Yes. And then there's also like being able to look at something and like, oh, you have two paths you can go down and this one is aesthetically better. Yes. And you somehow know that before you've written both ways. Yeah. There's there's just a number of things I think we don't understand about it in that form. And so I think the Chris Carver situation is actually more like it's less that him not being in touch with the industry didn't guide was uh, a detriment because it didn't guide his thought processes. I actually think that he correctly identified what we probably should be working on and does not have the skill to work on it. Oh, I think what he actually needed from the industry is people to do the work because he doesn't know how to do it. His approach to interactive storytelling isn't going to work. I can tell you that right now. Right. And so I think it's more that. It's like the things, the conclusions he came to I think are correct, which is that games right now have a fundamental problem, which is that you cannot convey any kind of artistic message from you to the audience in a game. It is a broken medium. And I understand the fact that, like, you know, Jason Rohrer, for one, or John Blow, for two, um, <clears throat> believe that gameplay as a communication medium is going to work as gameplay. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think that's a fool's errand to some well, degree. I think it- which I just think I'm not. You know, I'm yeah. totally prepared to be wrong on that, but just my gut instinct is that's not true. I'm actually on Chris Crawford's side on that. I think we need a fairly drastic change in what people consider an interactive media experience to happen before someone with something to say can sit down and efficiently efficiently say it to somebody else yeah. in game form and vice versa. Well, right? I think just right now... We I think can't... he's right about that. Yeah, I think... I mean, the hard thing right now is, like, it's really easy to get across trite stuff and, like, stuff like, oh, you know, war is bad kind of silliness that that is first order uh, symbolism and first order stuff like that I think is easy. But you can do – anybody can do that. And, and I don't think – I, I wouldn't even agree that you can get across war is bad in a video game right now. Uh, I think you could get across yeah, war is you- bad to 1% of the population – tops and not just because only one percent will buy it but just because i don't think most people can have the experience with say a war game or a first person shooter necessary to make them think war is bad through that experience i just don't think it's true yeah i think i think you can actually get that kind of stuff across i just think that stuff is 
is the easy things. It's not that interesting. Like, it's more like there's war is bad as part of saving private Ryan. But then there's the deeper things of like, hey, you know, what is one person's life worth versus another? And like how many people are worth it and that kind of thing. And like a lifetime of regret and guilt over whether somebody has died, whether yeah. you were worth it and your yeah. life and your children are worth it, all that shit. That kind of second order stuff, which is really what awesome uh, uh, fiction and just uh, media is about. I just don't think we're so far away right. from. But I think we can get across the stupid shit like, oh, yeah, you know what? You go with these you know, soldiers and then you get shot and you barely make it and all your friends die. I think we can get across that. It's just – that's just not the more interesting thing. Now, I mean Braid obviously tried to do a lot of other stuff there. And I'm fully prepared to say I didn't understand a lot of Braid, and maybe it's trying to do some of that. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Well, I think but a J- lot of and the- Jason's games try to do a lot of that too. Jason tries right? to do a lot of stuff, and like, I understand I'll- how they're trying to do that stuff, and it's considerably better in terms yeah. of like making an attempt at those things than we had in the past. But that's not going to get there. Yeah, like, I, I just don't see the legs yeah. there. I think I think I think it's cool that somebody tries to do things like here's a way to feel regret in a game. Right. Yes. But I don't feel when I'm playing it as regret. I feel it as frustration, which is not what you want. And in having those subtle emotional differences is really hard to get across when you don't know how somebody's going to play your game. Yeah. Like, it's very difficult to, ahead of time, know that when you want someone to feel regret, like like Jason did in one of his games where, like, your earlier yeah. actions affected what you could do later in the game. Yeah. Is is it's a very small difference between regret and frustration. Yeah, it's a fine and line. we can... That fine line is very evenly drawn in in prose or in movies. It's very simple to make that if you're any right. kind of craftsman at all. In games, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah. It, it. I think it's cool that people try, but it is it is that. Now I don't know enough about Chris's stuff now to say whether it's the right direction or not. I just know it's a new one. So. Well, I mean, I just don't think like looking at. Uh the the way he chose to approach it because right. i mean you saw you saw a couple years ago you flew down to one many of years ago yeah yeah I, I did go down to one of his uh get-togethers and you know even at that time i was just like i don't think this is you know this this is you not went down with ron right uh it was a bunch of us was, there's uh i mean people that i knew anyway right. was you know ron gilbert was there i was there chris hecker was there uh doug sharp was there and uh, and also, I guess there are other people who now I sort of know as people. At that time, I was like, I don't know who these people are because they mm-hmm. hadn't really sort of been as active maybe in, in the games of like Raph Coster and stuff right. was there. Uh, but in general, I think there's sort of this approach towards storytelling as simulation, which was also kind of what they did with Facade and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it's just... I mean, I'm glad someone's working on that, I guess, but I think they're wasting their time. Like, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah. you get a lot of people who are like, okay, like, we're going to make these actors and they're fully autonomous and all this kind of shit. And like, eh, it's just, you know, it's it's not, it's not going to work out. I mean, that's just not, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense when you think about it up in the other kind of in a, you know, it's like trying to build a story by making a SimCity. 
game. Yeah, you know? and it's just, it's just kind of ludicrous. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't thought enough about that stuff so. yet to have a, a good opinion, uh, yeah. other than just knowing that if I was building something with these tools, it wouldn't be the right. Yeah, it doesn't represent how I want to build something emotionally. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just that's the thing. But I think that his, I think that that's the problem is that he's not able to solve the thing that he wants to solve. He doesn't have this. He does not have the ability to do it for whatever reason. Right. right? It's like I want to go be a a championship high jumper or whatever the fuck. I want to jump higher than anyone's ever jumped before. I can't. I'm not built for that, I see, right? I see. It's not. It's not that I misidentified a task that we should be doing. Like maybe that is the most important thing right now, and maybe it will lead to great things. But I can't do it, right? I see. So I if see. I think we need someone to jump over this thing, I need to go find people who can jump really fucking high and start <laughs> working with them to get them to do it, right? And that's sort to of get I them think to do the muratory flop exactly. I see. So I think that's kind of like more what Chris Crawford's situation is. Is that like I think he correctly identified what we should be working on, which is how to make interactive experiences where you interact with the story. Because I've always been on that side myself. I just don't think that his approach is going to get there, and that's unfortunate because I mean. Yeah. That's a lifetime of misery for him, essentially, <laughs> right? I mean, that's well, maybe, essentially what that yeah. means. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and that's not that doesn't feel good. And I, you know, it's too bad. You know, I would have yeah. like he's done a lot of good things and he's mm -hmm. made a lot of important like uh, theoretical contributions. You look at some of the stuff he's written mm -hmm. um, about other things, not about this. And it's like you know he thinks pretty deeply about stuff and comes up with some pretty interesting stuff. It's unfortunate that he happened to correctly, I think, identify a problem we need to work on, but then not have the right mindset to solve it. Right. So that now he's basically spending all of that effort, and he's not going to get anywhere, and that's sad to me. Right, right. Okay, what's our next email? So our next email is <clears throat> from Matisse. Matisse, yes. yes who... I, you know, I think we even asked him how to pronounce his name and then forgot. Who? So, 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 where does he works somewhere? Dude, I. We had we have. All I don't these, know. I okay. can't remember how to pronounce Matisse. Okay. He's the one who sent in a link before, and we didn't know how to pronounce his name. Oh, okay. and I think he posted. Yeah, he gives us. He was like, "Here's how you pronounce it." Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he does give us good stuff. So, it's. It's a good no good for you. Oh, Jeffrey. a good no good. A good it's no good for you. I guess we should have some good no goods if we're going to take a break for a while. Are we going to do a sequest? Did you watch any sequels? I can't. I don't have Netflix streaming. Oh my god! How? Co oh, you don't have internet. Yeah, sorry. I'd love to. I you just know, couldn't watch them. I didn't. I didn't get a DVD in time. You know, maybe what we should do. I'm pause and I'll watch one. Yes. Okay. Maybe at nine o'clock we'll I'll throw it on and we'll yeah. watch it. We've never watched one together. And we then have. Well, but not but yeah, talked not about it the yeah. next time. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. We need to yeah. do that if this is the last one. Yeah. We'll take a break okay, and for we'll an watch hour. A right. Yes. Maybe we'll go get some food. Yeah. By then we'll be yeah. hungry. We'll do Sequest. All right. Sequest okay. coming, everybody. We'll a little put it up, yeah. Uh, and so Matthews wants to know. Yes, good, no good. I'm ready. If you were, for example, walking down the street. Walking down the street. In a suburban neighborhood, let's say. Okay, don't do that very often, but right. I can imagine the situation. Well, when you were a kid, you probably rode your bike around or uh -huh. drove your car around or whatever I the fuck, I stayed right? inside yeah. most of the time. Okay. Too. okay. Awesome. You went from your condo to your, <laughs> to your high school <laughs> and back and nowhere else. Yeah. Uh, so, and you come across a lawn mm -hmm. that has stuff on it. For example, lawn chairs or 
Lawn chairs? Okay, Arc, this isn't a, a yard projects, sale. Like wood, ca- oh, carved God wood, damn a it. ton of like rusted metal right. sculptures or right. stuff. And so Matisse wants to know, when you come across lawn with stuff on it, right. is that good or no good? No, okay, so I would have said, without this precursor, good, yeah. no good to like um, homeowners association would right. be no good. Okay, okay. However... Yeah. In this particular case, okay, I see. Right. Here's where it comes in handy. Right. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Like okay, you're a guy or a girl and you're at home and you work at this dead end job and your life sucks and you're going to die in 20 years. Yeah. And you're watching TV and your only creative outlet yeah. in your life yeah. is the front yard, right? Yeah. And so you come up, and like some people just mow their lawn, they don't give a shit, they yeah. don't want an artistic thing. Yeah. But it, it's a shame to me when you have somebody, because like to me, the only thing that matters is creating something. Okay. I don't, you know, I'm not believing in God, or yeah. like, I don't even necessarily believe we need to be good to each other. Okay. The thing is creation. That's yeah. the important thing okay. in, in, my, in, in my belief to existence. You want a so proliferation I, of new combinations of stuff. Of stuff. That's your thing. Yes. Yeah, okay. Right. And like most of it's going to suck because right. 90% of everything sucks. But eventually something will be good. But there's cool things that come out of it. Okay. And like it makes you a better person just making something. Okay. So what's a shame is that these people pick their front yard for that. Okay. Right? <laughs> like you pick somebody who's like, oh, I make... Uh, sculptures out of beer cans, yep, and there's like, yep. here's the flamingo, yep. and it's a beer can, <laughs> or it, or they go, yeah. like, they they sometimes do like a a uh, motif, yeah. like yeah, there's a theme. I'm really into little plaster statues, so yeah. I have like deer and uh, chipmunk, and they try to put it in yeah. like a natural history museum yeah. in their front yard, yeah. right? Th- those aren't even good at the museum, and you have a shitty one in your front yard, so I'm gonna say that's no good although the intent is good right the end result is no good what you know use your backyard for that shit people and like when you get something awesome put it out in the front yard don't experiment in your front yard okay if you're gonna experiment use the backyard once you've achieved what you think is success maybe they have that. that's the scary part you think the backyard backyard is just filled with oh my even worse God. stuff i suppose that's possible now uh <clears throat> not to d- as you know, anytime I try to class up the podcast, mm-hmm. it fails. <laughs> For any of you listeners out there, and I know you obviously don't live in this area or don't know me because I never can find anyone to go to theater with, with me, <laughs> All right. I will simply point out the fact that there is a play about this concept. Really? Exactly what you just said. Really? Yes. It's Which... called The Road to Mecca. Okay. And it's about a South African woman, okay. old woman. Right. Who, after her husband dies, she just decorates her lawn and her house and everything. Just goes crazy. Just full on batshit crazy. Okay. And since it's South Africa and there's a fairly strong religious contingent in that particular town, they feel like this is idolatry. Oh, okay. And they want nothing more for her to please just stop doing this. Right. And so they want her to come live in an assisted living home so they can kind of like make the house, sell the house to someone else or like clean it up or whatever the fuck. Right. Right. And there's a woman who's a teacher who comes down to visit her who is sort of more of a feminist, and it's basically a three-person play between the old lady, uh, the feminist, and the sort of Christian. patriarchal Christian preacher. Ah. Oh, that uh, sounds kind of interesting. And, 
you, and this it, is a play or this a is sing? a pl- this is a play. Singing. No, it's not singing. This is a play. It's called The Road to Mecca, and it's actually um, my shitty shit out in my yeah, yard yeah, today. No, there's none of that. All right, uh, it's a play, and actually, <laughs> oddly enough, it's it's a rare play that most plays or most theater in general has a stronger first act than second act. Like, most of the time, I'm gritting my teeth when we come back from the act break, because I know that whatever I just saw, I'm about to see something worse. Okay, right? whatever. It's always down here. Yeah, so you know, like, the hallmark, in my mind, the hallmark of a good theater experience is when the second act is as good or better than the first act. Okay. Okay, right? Now, sometimes the whole thing sucked, Uh-huh. but... A lot of times, if I walk out of the second act going, that was even better than the first act, right? I'm, that's good stuff. Okay. Right. Almost never happens. So what we need to do is now, lower your expectations. For the Casey experiences, right. always have a shitty first and, act. And herein lies my comment on the road to Mecca. Okay. That's what they did. The first act, at the end of the first act, I was like, ah, uh, that wasn't that good. Right. Second act, good. I see. So I was and like, was huh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I like what you did there. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing about the whole yard thing is, like, sometimes it's this self-expression thing, and it's the only way they have to be creative in their life and whatever. Yeah. And then, some for some people, it, it crosses, like, from there into a hoarding situation, <laughs> and, and to where, like, oh, there's just... That's no good. Yeah. Right. That's definitely... When, yeah. you, when, when, the, when, the, when the art or the crazy thing that you're doing there... When it be when it starts to make people uncomfortable about your sanity, like the the whole hoarding thing creeps the shit out of me anyway. And I we actually have an acquaintance who I'm not going to bring out. Ooh, okay, a, a, a distant acquaintance. I don't even know if you know they do this, but they okay. are a hoarder in their house okay. and they save like everything and like. Oh, is this someone a, I know. Yeah, there's someone okay. you know, and and uh, they're not in the industry or something. Right, just right. a friend we know yeah, here yeah. in Seattle, and and uh, it's a crazy. It's weird because they have no more control like so you're like yeah just throw that away they have no more control over it right, than no, you do yeah no it was no, just it's like, the weirdest it's just thing yeah well yeah. like i said that's why i said this is it's a decent play this yeah. is what it's about it's 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 exactly it is exactly talking about that issue it's like what's the line between creativity and insanity, insanity? Right. what's the line between uh your the external presentation of your like domicile and the community like right. what is huh, the relationship like cool. so it it i thought at first it wasn't really gonna have that much of a punch there and it but it ended up yeah, pretty pr- huh. i was actually relatively satisfied with it at the uh, end okay so i'd recommend it honestly. okay you recommend that i'm saying uh and you creativity good good Front lawn, no good. Right. Well, yeah. no experimental stuff on the front, front lawn. lawn. Use okay. the backyard. Okay. All right. All right. There we go. So maybe, maybe here's if I if I may. Uh huh. You kind of want the front lawn to be curated. That yeah. should be yeah. gallery space. Right, right. Oh, that's right? a good point. It's like there should it be public... five or six pieces in the front. Right. They should be laid out by someone, not the artist. Right. right? It should be like a little placard invitation. underneath. Yeah, like underneath. What they were Here's what doing. I was going for here. Right, right. Right. A little bit about the artist. Right. Don't just throw everything out there. Curate that space. Right. Backyard is the storage area. Well, check- Front yard is a curated space. That's yeah. what you're asking for. Checker always yeah. had that joke where he's like, I think that the, you know, I went, you used to go to the art museum when you used to live up here with him. Yeah. Like, 
you with the play, I could never get people to go to the art museum with me. Oh, he okay. used to yeah. go with me, and yeah. he always had the thing where like the placards should be the size of the paintings, the paintings yeah. should be tiny, <laughs> because everybody sits and reads those very carefully and then goes oh 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 he was crazy when he painted yeah, so it and then they go yeah, on yeah, like yeah. do you remember what the painting no anyway that's so, right. so uh, this is interesting because i am the worst person to e- ever to go to a museum with art museum i mean yeah i tried right? when, when your dad worst was here we were like let's go to do it and ever. then you said i think your thing was this is a couple years ago you said if you can tolerate me making fun of everything for yeah. three or four hours yeah. then i'll go and i'm like yeah. that does it sound good? Because here's, like, no, here's it's what not ha- good. Like even I, you admitted, you're like, no, I'm intolerable to music. Yes, I like maybe one percent, maybe a fraction of one percent of all art that's in museums. Okay, I don't do the thing where people walk around looking at the paintings and considering them. I walk into room like everything in this room shit. I walk to the next <laughs> room, right? So it's like. I lose my whole party's gone. Like whoever I was with is still on floor one, right? And, and I'm like, and you're what in the cafeteria, the right? Exactly, yeah. Right. And then I find one that I like, and I'm there for like thirty minutes. I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of see. Right? It's like I literally focus all my time on the three paintings in the museum I like, and everything else just blow by. I'm I like, see. I don't read the placard. I don't give a shit who painted it because you want to know what? Talentless fuck. All right, right as far as it. I'm concerned. Mister. Don't need right. to see what he had to say. Mr. Fuck. Don't need to know when he painted. Don't need to know what he was painting because it looks like shit. Okay. If that's what you think a person looks like, <laughs> impressionistically or realistically, I don't need to hear from you again. I don't need to see <laughs> any more of your it. paintings because you're Stop done. Stop it. You are done. Thank you're, you for playing. You're dead to me. Yeah, exactly. You're dead to me. Yeah. Yes. So, no. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I would be a very bad. I am I am the kind of person to another person's museum experience as most people are to my theater experience. Like, I, see. I will go and seriously consider a play that is not worth shit. Right. right. And I'll be thinking about it quite a bit. I was like, oh, I wonder if maybe they'd change that if it would have been better. Or, I don't really like what they did. To be in the, right. And other people are just like, why am I here? Right. Why am I sitting through this? Why are we watching Shrek sing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are we watching Shrek sing? It's like, you know what? I don't have an answer for you. I just am. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, that was a good, no good. Good. So that's a little good, no good right there for yep. you. From Matisse. Matisse. And that will about wrap it up for this week. Um, you can send us an email at podcast at com, And you can also follow us on Facebook at Facebook slash uh, Jeff and Casey Show. And on Twitter at just Jeff and Casey. And um, next week, we will continue with the mailbag and continue blasting through the mega of mega casts. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week.